Hi guys, welcome back to The Grape. That's Allison. And that's Kai. And uh, today it's pretty cool. We have a special guest with us today. Who's our guest? Oh my God, who is it? Who is it? It's me! <laughs> <laughs> today we're talking with Keisha Vaughn. Hi. Hey Keisha. Oh, hello. Welcome to The to the Grape. I'm happy to be here. Um, very cool. So... Let's just talk a second about how you and I, Kai, both know Keisha independently of each other. Right. And, and kind of like why she's here. So Keisha and I met when I was working at Lululemons. And I have to add this. Since I turned a year older, I'm going to add S's to everything because that's what old people do. Yes. Um, so I was at Lululemons and I met Keisha uh, while she was teaching at Pure Bar. And, um, you know... I always like it when people fangirl over me, so I'm gonna do that over you. I just thought she was like super legit and funny and fresh, and she was one of the best pure bar teachers, mm -hmm. I have to say. She still yeah. kinda am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so humble. <laughs> and she just injected that like personality um, into her class that that I liked. Nice. Um, and so I was I was really trying to like make my way in there and like be your friend, but then I quit Lulu and life happened. But you know, you've always been in the back of my mind as somebody that would be like a good person to be friends with. So so that's that. That's that's my Keisha story. And I met Keisha in an elevator in a pregnant rush. It's so <laughs> sketchy. It's super sketch. <laughs> but I was teaching yoga. I was going to a class there uh, at my studio, and then she was in her workout gear, so I was like, she's probably going to go do some. Mm -hmm. um, and you were teaching about that bar. Yes. The pure bar. And um, so that's how and we our saw classes each other. were like at the same, same time. time. Exactly. So I could not take your class, but everyone told me to take your class. Yeah. And then I finally did. You yeah, guys, you both of your reputation precede you. Yeah. You're so famous. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, so I, was, I was like, I got to take this Kai guy. And I had known you from your photo on the website because mm -hmm. everyone said to take your class. So I stalked you. And then all of a sudden, you were in the elevator with me. I was like, <laughs> kind say of something. something. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> um. So a little bit about Keisha. She is known in Seattle for teaching hip hop. I'd yes. say that's like first and foremost. Yes. Um, she currently teaches every Wednesday night at West Seattle Performing Arts um, Advanced Hip Hop at 6.30 p.m. Yes. Get there, get there. Get there, get there. And then she's also choreographing a piece for Soul Out in Columbia City, which is happening um, winter, February 17th. It's an 18 and over show. So, 21 over bar. Adults only. It's going to be a little scandalous. <laughs> I, the piece that's in my mind is really ratchet. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Explicit lyrics, explicit movement. I mean, not raunchy, but just like kind of just buck. <laughs> Which we're all into. You know, we I are mean, into that. There's, yes. There's a place for it. <laughs> I think there's not enough places for it. Right. There's yeah. not. Um, I think, you know, you're in a city like we're in that continues to grow and becomes very known for being professional. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I can be professional, but... Well, and, and these kinds of showcases don't happen all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. They're definitely probably meant to be more family-friendly, but, mm. like, sometimes... We want to do things without our family, right. and uh, there needs to be a place and an outlet as artists that we could not be edited. Right. And so this is a, a good opportunity to you know to speak your mind and show your artistry and without doors, without walls, without all those things. And give performers so. a chance to perform. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So in when I was living in LA, there's a thing called Carnival that yes. happens every week, every yes. Friday. So this is like this, but happens like quarterly. Yes, <laughs> Do yes. You know what I mean? And I think the, so. the goal of the soul out is to 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 grow something like that for the that would Seattle be amazing. art community. Yes, yeah, where so cool. we have weekly opportunities to just um, be unlimited in who we are and what we do. Yeah, and like just different artists are curated every single week or every month. I think it was exactly um, to do their thing, and it was such a cool event. And it was like. Everyone wanted to be there. Everyone mm -hmm. wanted to be showcased. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, let's bring that to Seattle, y'all. Come on. Come on now. 
You guys, I kind of feel like this is a good segue into what we're talking about today because you're talking about like a different part of yourself, expressing yourself, having the outlet and the, the freedom and the desire to kind of perform or just express your individual individuality. Yeah. Um, and then also last week we talked that we touched base on... 90s fashion. Yes. Um, wait, do you remember Delia's catalog? Of course! Yes! <laughs> Did I ever get to order anything? No, but I would be going through there like circling and like, oh my you God. know, dog I had earring. never, oh never heard of this, this catalog until last week. I was oh like, what are you talking about? Delia's, oh yes. my gosh. Kai asked me what was like my, my, you know, my 90s jam and clothing and I said Delia's like, and I did, I would write, I want, I want, I would circle and I would babysit to, and then like I'd have to pay my parents that cash so they could order it for me. Oh my gosh, I know. My friend was like a little more, you know, had the luxury of doing things like that than I did. And so she'd be like, oh my God, that like floor length, like black skirt on Delia's. I got it. And I'd just be like, I hate you. And did you last week that you broke up with a friend over at Adelia's thing? Yeah. I ended a friendship over Adelia's. Oh, because she days. ordered a dress and then the friend called Delia's and canceled it. Because it was that was back in the day. Oh. <laughs> and, and Kyle's like, why did she do that? And I'm like, why do girls why? do anything to each other? Like, this is just a thing that, that teenage girls do. Like, you're friends, but you're also enemies. <laughs> you're enemies. Enemies started way long before the word. Exactly. Yeah. It's real. So... So that's what this this um, week's topic is. It's about about fashion, fashion in Seattle, um, and all that good stuff. So we're gonna get right into it. So Delia's happened, obviously, but what were your other sort of like favorite '90s fashion trends? Because you grew up here, right? I did not. I grew up in uh, Sacramento, California. Okay. Mm. Um, but you know, and it's funny now that I work with teenagers, um, trying to explain to them like. When I was a teenager, I had the luxury of it being the 90s, and so you could be free to, mm-hmm. like, wear overalls. Yes. Flannels and, and Doc Martens and Doc Martin sandals <laughs> and Doc Martin sandals with socks, and, you know, and that was, like, acceptable, yeah. you know. And for me, I mean, I definitely was, like, baby doll dresses mm. and... The baby doll shoes. Um, the baby doll shoes yeah. and flow hose and, you know... Just that complete, like, you could be free to have your body be what it is and not, like, have to show it off. Mm -hmm. And there was still something about you that was feminine, that was, um, that was artistic, and it was okay to shop at thrift stores, and, you know, it was okay to wear, like, dirty, holy jeans, Mm -hmm. and that wasn't a concept you weren't trying, it just is what it is, and, you know... The, the trend was to have, like, a Jansport backpack. Like, that was, <laughs> you know, like, with patches on it and a hemp necklace. And you yeah. didn't have to, like, I see, I see the it. puka shells. I see it. Puka yeah, shells, yeah, yeah. And, you know. And, and that, I think, um, in my style now, like, obviously, like, I probably dress a little bit like I did in high school. Which like, I love. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. think it changes. I think you... If you decide like what your your style is, like mm. your fashion will evolve, but you'll mm. kind of stay true to that mm. your root. Your root, right? Yeah, because your root, Shirtsy is. I have to edit that out. <laughs> That's like the last one. Yeah, is um, preppy with a twist. Preppy with a twist. Yeah, and yeah, with a little bit of bougie mixed in. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. Um, what would you say yours is? Well, see, and here's this is the thing, and w- with Seattle fashion is that I don't want to have to think about it. So I love that here in Seattle we have, like, very iconic templates. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, this lumberjack thing. Mm-hmm. You have this grunge thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I embrace that, especially for me as a dude. Like, I like to look good, but I don't want to put that much effort into it. Much like Seattle. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, that's my gripe. That's your that's gripe. My gripe. <laughs> you guys, and I just want to warn you, if you you know, are feeling like a delicate snowflake this week, like, I'm probably going to hurt your feelings on this episode. <laughs> because I have very, I think, polarizing opinions. You have very strong opinions about fashion. Yeah. And so, like, I'm from the South, 
And we dress up for everything. Mm -hmm. Like, we, when I was in college, we dressed up to go to football games. Like, the guys would wear ties and bow ties, and the girls would wear dresses. Like, you just dress up. And maybe it also has to do with, like, the church scene. Like, mm-hmm. you dress up to go to church. And Did you, okay, do you remember how old you were when you started going on airplanes? I was in middle school. Did you dress up for that as well? No. No? <laughs> I'm not from the 60s. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a clearer picture. All right, so the... It, that's where you learn to not wear shoes on airplanes. Oh my gosh, Get shut it. up. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> that's just from being in the yoga community is not that's wanting right. to wear shoes. Um, but no, like you, and I I think that the East Coast is mm. definitely like dressier mm-hmm. than the West Coast. Like right. when my friends from the East Coast, all up and down, North, you know, South, when they come over here, they're like, I can't tell the homeless people from the people that live here. <laughs> that is a true statement <laughs> yes. that I've heard from folks. Yes. Well, you start to realize, like, because of your area, your climate, your, you know, circumstances that you live in, some things make more sense. I mean, just as much as, like, you know, you look at people's gardens in the Northwest, and it just makes more sense to have certain type of plants because they just survive better. Right. So the reality is, do you need the big puffer with the hood Mm -hmm, living mm -hmm. out here? Yes. Do you need a heavier jacket? Do you need a rain boot? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there a way to do it and still feel like you have a sense of self? Like, totally. <laughs> like, especially, like, do I want to be, and this is not saying it's a bad thing, <laughs> like, just another woman waiting to pick up my child wearing a Patagonia, like... That's one of my points. Puffer, you <laughs> know? It's points. like, no. Like, why not feel like I can be effortless, but the choices I have to choose from... Mm have intention Mm -hmm. they still make me feel special like if i'm grabbing a pair of earrings just to feel like i have earrings on like it's just something to like help me feel like i've pulled myself together Mm -hmm. but i don't have to put too much thought into it because it's i just have good i make sure i have good choices to choose from right right right, i wear sweats but do i like my sweats yes Mm -hmm. like they're not all like super fancy cashmere sweats but like (laughs) They still make me feel some type they're of They're not way. champion? I got champions actually coming back. That's, they're actually on, it's, champion is up there with, like, Carhartt is all of a sudden, it's like, a that's, thing? it's a thing now. Yeah. Only in the Northwest, though, yeah. Carhartt beanies. You know, you I mean, you see, like, Fila is, is on the comeback, and it's like, I have Fila, it's not from Nordstrom, it's like, hand-me-downs from my mom, but, like. I can feel like I can wear those with, like, my slides and still feel pulled together where it's, yes, it's effortless because I just grabbed it, but, like, I do care. I, I'm not afraid to say I care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, that no, I, I care think. about how I represent myself because as far as I know, I'm living this life once. I might as well like <laughs> like the vessel that I'm in yeah. and, the, and the way that I dress my vessel. Right. And it's not important to me at this point, at this age to fit in, you know. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a great point because I feel like, you know, back when the 90s was happening and you cared so much about fitting in mm-hmm. that I think language choices are made just from that. Like, what are the labels that I have to wear? Mm-hmm. What are the brands I have to wear? But now it's like, um, it doesn't matter as long as you're cute. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think for some people, they do find comfort in... in fitting in Mm -hmm. or you know it's and I get that it's not for everyone to stand out right and not the same like I stand out or something but you know I think no I think in Seattle you do stand out like if you put thought into your appearance and it's not a freaking Patagonia and a skinny jean Mm -hmm. and a hunter boot (laughs) Mm -hmm. you stand out you stand out and I'm not afraid to say it. Because <laughs> I got gripes, you guys. Let's, so let's just get into this main this main point here. All right. So my my first gripe in the Seattle fashion scene yes. is how everyone is trail ready at all times. <laughs> yes. Trail ready at all times. In Why LA, not? in LA, they're camera ready. <laughs> in yes. Seattle, they're trail ready. But didn't you say okay? So when you went to LA last. Yeah. The last time, and you went to the concert. What, yes. At what venue was it? It was at the Greek Theater. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, everybody there was beautiful, yeah. and they were dressed. And, like, that is something that stood out to you. It was, but, again, it, was, it wasn't it was that they they looked, they were dressy. They were, like, just super cash, super hip, 
But it you had know? a look, right? But they had a very polished look. Yeah. Yeah, intentional look. See, yeah. like, when I am driving around Seattle, and mind you, this could be, like, you know, the neighborhoods that I frequent, which are literally Edmonds, where I live, and Fremont, where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, when I see somebody that is, you know, put some effort into their look, like, I want to hang out the window and be like, yes! <laughs> yes! Like, I want to slow clap <laughs> and just be like, thank you, because it happens... So, not often for uh-huh. me, infrequently, right. I guess. And I think, I mean, Edmonds is like, you know, old white people <laughs> and moms, which I am one and which Keisha is yes. one too, and that's a point I'm going to talk about. And Fremont is, you know, tableau. Yeah. So, it's like the techie kind of center. So, anyways. I lived at Edmonds, Edmonds for a minute. I was in my 20s. And you, I would, if I saw someone in the grocery store that was like doing it, it's okay. To, I feel like it's, it is okay to just with intent and say like, I see you. <laughs> I see you. You better come for it because that's a real area where if you're going to be free to be you and you're just going to do it, you do stand out. You yeah. Know, if you're at, you know, what's the market up there? Uh, the big market. In Edmonds? Um, 220th. Not Larry's. I don't know. Grocery store. Some grocery store yeah. up there. But I'd be in there and, and just, you know, you look crazy because you're not a... No, it's not against old white people. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not an old white person, you're already standing out a little bit. <laughs> and so it's, I think it's, it's the right thing to do to, to let someone know who is being thoughtful with intention on their appearance that, like, I see you. Mm-hmm. That's cute. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you live in First Hill and you live in West Seattle. Yes. Like, do you feel there's more, like, fashion scene or are you inspired by anything? That's the thing. Is like, I want to feel inspired by other people's. In West Seattle? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's crickets. Crickets? Crickets? <laughs> I mean, I see it, but it's, I think West Seattle is becoming more of, like, a place for um, hipper families, I guess, to feel like they're suburban but close to the city mm-hmm. but you know uh it's not you know it, uh ooh, <laughs> it's my coffee <laughs> <laughs> well first hill you know we've got the college kids so they're all in their seattle u gear mm-hmm. um which is real boring but i get it and then cap hill it's super super skinny jeans um it's a very specific look, which I'm kind of not into. Are we, like, talking about hipsters? Hipstery, for sure. Like, yeah. What I, is the hipster now? Is it um, still, like, dirty hair, beanies, a little bit, yeah. glasses? Yeah. Yep, the, 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 the... Boots. I'm still seeing the long hair, man bun. Oh, I think the man uh, bun is, is, is done. It's done, right, but it doesn't mean that it still exists, it's still though. It's still, it's still around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to be into a man bun for sure. Mm-hmm. I had a, I appreciated it. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's inspiring. Yeah. The, the 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 fashion style. I just don't think that. Yeah, I mean hipster. Yeah, I'm not inspired by a hipster. Yeah. I'm sorry. So. Okay. So yeah, trail ready. I just feel like ninety five percent of the people that live in Seattle are gonna <laughs> after work they're gonna hop in their outback mm-hmm. and they're gonna like oh. go take a hike. <laughs> Or is it shorts? Is it pants? It's both. Wait, can you zip them off though? Can you though? zip them off? You got those, those Merrells or those Keens on? Uh, <laughs> I bought my son a pair of Keens and he put them on and just looked at me like... Really, Mom? <laughs> I'm like, you damn, you... Uh, we needed a shoe that was you know, for the pool kind of and he just was like... <laughs> he was not feeling it. No. <laughs> like, we tried, but just, no. It's funny to me that like our fanciest restaurant in Seattle, Canlis, uh-huh. like, they have a dress code. Like, that's how it is in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you have to wear a coat. Right. Then they say that. Well, here's the thing. Like, if we lived in New York, mm-hmm. like, you, I couldn't eat out <laughs> dressed the way that I normally dress, right? Yeah. So I'm so thankful that we're so much more relaxed. But um, a couple years ago, we went to Canlis for my birthday. Mm-hmm. 
It was so much fun, y'all. It was so much fun. And, of course, I knew we had to dress up. One of the things I hate, one of my gripes, is that having fashion anxiety. Yeah. Like, I, I know I have to get dressed up for this thing. Do I have anything in my closet appropriate? I decided, no, I don't. And so, went shopping. And I just sweat, you guys. Mm-hmm. When I'm nervous, I'm, like, shopping and sweating. Like, nothing feels good to put on. Mm. Went home. And it's like, oh, I've got this jacket. I got these pants, mm-hmm. and it was it was legit. Yeah, and I felt very super good. Um, but that anxiety of not having the right thing or mm-hmm. not being good enough, mm-hmm. you know, that freaks me out. Yeah, but it was fun to get dressed up and have it a, a be a really special occasion. Yeah, so that was cool. Because you mentioned that every single day of your life. Yeah, no. I feel like a lot of times when I see people that are super pulled together and they're like walking around downtown, my assumption is actually that they work retail. I also Um. say that they don't live here. (laughs) Either that they don't live here or that they work retail in a sense. And nothing work wrong work retail, dude. I've done it, I do it. But like like you have to like have the look all the time. Pulled together. And which I can appreciate, and there's times that I'm like, especially because when I have like a, a fitness or dance profession where I'm not like super wearing pulled together stuff all the time, it makes me jealous. Like, oh, I want to wear an outfit, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure people have to wear these outfits all the time. Like, I just want to wear sweats, I just right. want to wear a t shirt. <laughs> but I feel like in Seattle, even people who can afford to be pulled together all the time, don't always pull it together. <laughs> right. You know? Like, right. I mean, even, like, going to, like, not against Bellevue, but, like, I'm not always, like, super impressed with people that I see walking around. I can go into a store and totally find something and be like, oh, that's sick. You know? Oh. I would, uh-huh. I would so do that. But I just feel like I would love to feel like there was a reason every day to pull it together. And even if it's dance, even if it's, you mm-hmm. know, exercise, like, I think that's why, you know, fitness is in and there's opportunities to, like, you know, I'm sure you know, you're, you got to teach your class, you got to do something afterwards. Like, do I want to be wearing, like, just grungy, like, workout clothes mm-hmm. to go to Metro Market? Because <laughs> Metro Market is pulled together and I kind of want to feel like I'm going through there and <laughs> people know, like, you know... I do have a sense of style, but like, I don't give myself those opportunities enough to have a canvas night to really like go to the nines. Yeah. And so having that option on days that aren't canvas, that aren't my birthday, that I can feel like I do have nice clothes Mm -hmm. and I can't keep waiting for a special occasion to wear all this stuff. Right. Yeah. I did write down like on the flip side, if I ever, you know, take a yoga class and then people are going out to drinks or, mm-hmm. you know, dinner afterwards. Uh-huh. I can be like, well, I can just wear this because yeah. nobody cares. Uh-huh. Like, I can just wear my totally. sweaty yoga clothes <laughs> and my sweatshirt. Is that a pro or a con, though? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? It's a little bit of both. Because, yeah. you know, I'm over here, like, I just want people to, like, put more effort into it. But then on the flip side, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I might as well just take advantage of mm-hmm. this casual atmosphere right so um so sort of segueing into sort of i'm in the yoga world obviously and yoga clothes are obviously a big thing it's a big money maker um and my thing with yoga gear is can it be functional first yes (laughs) because dig into that only because here's the thing like there's so many very put together yoga outfits, yes. right? But nothing is a bigger pet peeve to me than someone, usually female, in class, in the middle of class, adjusting their pants mm. every five seconds, adjusting their top every five seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like that is. It's cute, mm-hmm. but it is not working. But for like, you. if yes. your boots you know are I mean? falling out of your shirt, you yes. need new shirts, right? If your yeah. pants are falling down, oh, you need new pants. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I get that you want to look cute, mm-hmm. 
but it's got to work. It's got to work. <laughs> Especially if they're taking one of your class, okay? <laughs> they don't have time. You don't have time. You, he yelled mm-hmm. at me mm-hmm. in yeah. class one day. I did not. Yes, he, I was adjusting my shit, and you were like, I said hands and knees. Oh, that's you, I did say that. <laughs> Which I've been there. I'm more like, there's nothing worse when you're in like a downward dog, and you can feel like you know, the waistline on your pants rolling or creeping (laughs) and you're trying to go into mountain and you're pulling your pants up and taking your arms up and it's like, like for me, and I have to remind myself, I'm like, Keisha, don't you ever wear these pants again. Don't put them in the washer. You put them in the trash. You put them in the donation bag. Because the thing is, you're probably cute standing upright and Mm -hmm. still. Yes. But when you start moving and it starts shifting around, Mm -hmm. that's when you've got an issue, right? You feel that side boob and you're like, hey, yeah. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm all about that that time and place. And, you know, the bulk of my career has been selling athleisure. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time to put the leggings away Mm. when you're you're out and about. And I am firmly in the camp of leggings are pants. So it's Mm -hmm. like this big thing, like leggings aren't pants, Mm -hmm. leggings aren't pants. But now I feel like you guys, I hate to say it, and this is like pretty controversial, <laughs> but I think that we're gonna start seeing less and less like yoga clothes out in the in the, the world every world. day. Yeah, hmm. um, like I still, you know, I stand behind Lululemon. Like that is what I work out in. I think it's the best, and I've sold like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel weird now when I'm wearing leggings. Oh. Out like running errands, and Mm -hmm. maybe it's just because I don't work in that field anymore. Mm -hmm. Because you know that's what I used to wear every day for ten years. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just like, this doesn't feel like me. Yeah, as a dude, I definitely don't wear what I wear in yoga class out and about. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to wear regular clothes now. For a long time, I didn't care, but now I do care, and. um, in the yoga world, for uh, for me, I like having uniform. Yes. I have one brand of shirt that's like very Amazon. You know, there's no label to it, mm-hmm. um, and it's black. And then I wear a pair of glory shorts, and that's it. I don't want to have to think about it. I think it's cute enough. <laughs> it serves a purpose, yeah. and then it's and then it's put away. And then I wear other clothes in the world. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think especially like in bar, it's so easy to be part of a trend, the trend of like whatever your fitness type is. I mean, there's probably a look to CrossFit, there's a look to yoga, there's a look to bar, there's, you know, there's a style. Obviously, that's part of the marketing and advertising of it. I know for myself teaching, you know, bar, it's like people are looking at what you're wearing, they're looking at your body, they're looking at all that stuff, and they... You know, if they're inspired by who you are and what you're doing, they want to look like that. And then, like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Oh, we got this really yeah. cute. Is that from here? I want to get that, too. And and when you're teaching, it's kind of, you're on display a little bit. So you have to feel probably a little more pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm taking, you know, it's, it's definitely, like, I want to still be cute. I, I'm not taking this by myself in a, you know, in my house. But... You know, I mean, like, all black pants are not created equal. Like, sometimes, <laughs> some of these pants, girls, I mean, they, they're a little more sheer than maybe you thought. And then you get in the light. And you Do get, you feel you like that's a, like, is that a big deal to you? When you see, like, the whole see-through pants thing, when that was a big deal. Position-wise, I think teaching bar, you see people get in positions. Uh, where, and you're going around the whole room adjusting people. And I'm like, girl, I can see everything. I see. You know? Because when that was a big deal, it wasn't a thing for me. I was like, yeah, I see mm-hmm. through it, but I don't care. I don't care. You know, but of course it wasn't, the positions were, you know, not as... More revealing. innocent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so I get why that's a big deal. I'm just saying. It could be. Um, so here's kind of a segue gripe off of that. Yeah. So like, you know, in the mid-2000s, or yeah, 2008, 9, 10... When, like, Lululemon... Because I think they were the pioneer in this mm-hmm. whole, like... Fashion. Fashion. Mm-hmm. Athleisure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then everybody started having, like, an athletic line. Right. And Target, just, even. Yeah, well, I mean... Well, Target, like, stole that um, that top thing. And then Lulu had to sue them. Remember that? Remember that? Was, Wasn't it, like, a, someone who worked it? Oh, no, that's Zella. 
With someone who worked at Lululemon. Yeah. And Zella. Oh, it's what happened. Yeah, so like... Nordstrom has Zella. J. Crew had a line for a hot minute. Like, oh, I see. Tory Burch had a line. Got like it. every kind of. I just saw a Chanel sports bra. Yes, I saw <laughs> Did that. You see that? Yes. <laughs> oh my I was like, God. and it's like everybody's coming out with their own line, and y'all know how I feel about this. I think you need to stay in, in your lane, yes. and you need to do what you do best. Instead because of trying to hop on something and try to. It's it gonna be inauthentic, right. I, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's people trying to make money off of the trend of you know, everybody wants to be fit now and every. I mean, I'm thinking back to like even when I was in elementary school and it was like get in shape, girl was out and it was just mm-hmm. like these shoes and you buy the tape and you buy the stuff and you just. Oh, like, for I, real. I'm like, like sixth grade telling my mom I need get in shape, girl. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need the shoes. I need the tape. I need the headband and the hand waves. The wristband. The wristbands yeah. and you know just that idea of like. I just need all this stuff. But like now it's like in my mind, like, do I go to Target for workout clothes? Like, no. <laughs> I just can't. I just won't. Well, and it just doesn't last. It doesn't like, last. I feel like yeah. if I'm gonna put my money towards something, I'd rather pay more for something that's gonna last, last longer. Yeah. Yeah. That can take lots of beatings in my beat up washing machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but even like aloe yoga, I feel like Sorry. I feel like the trend in Pure Bar, and this is just, I don't know, is if I feel like it's a tank top with like a, a rose all yes. day. Yes. With like some yes. aloe leggings yes. pulled over your heels. Yeah, and that was, and you'll see that the trend of like the way the pants are that pulled over the heel was huge for a minute. I did it for a second and then I hopped out, and some people still do it. It's gonna mess up your pants. Well, and also, like, does it stay? They're, the pants are long enough. Because I the, the saw, but that's the thing, because I kept seeing someone adjust her heels mm-hmm. in class. And because you know, I was like, come on, stop. stop leave it. Stop with the thing. It's, yeah, pull it's it not up. Gonna be cute. What if you yeah. went up and you were just like, there you go. <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> I mean, if you wore, like, even in yoga now, though, if you wore the actual what used to be yoga pants, which is that bell cut, oh, yeah. like, people would be looking at you like, ugh. Right. And I had some cute ones that were like split 59. Super cute. Can I wear them now and not have people be like, mm, anyways, girl, please. <laughs> but even doing yoga in them, I think I tried once and I was like, oh, oh I can't. Like, get, get, get in the way. Get off me. Get away. Get in the way. <laughs> so, so I mean, you guys, I've got more. So now, like with, you know, people wearing leggings and I feel like our jeans have spandex in them. Oh, yes. And so you start, it's like our jeans have taken this cue from, from leggings. <laughs> so I'll start the day and my jeans fit at the end of the day. It's like, like saggy butt syndrome. <laughs> yeah. And that is not a cute look. Like, why can't I just have cotton jeans? God damn it. <laughs> I'm all, I wear a belt now. I have to just to keep it up where it's supposed to be because, I mean... It's every jean. Unless you get, like, a vintage, like, Levi 501. Yeah. Uh-huh. All the jeans have spandex in them. I was thinking that to myself earlier today, and even when we were speaking earlier, like, when you're doing, like, fitness and things for a while, I was like, I don't have a pair of jeans. I haven't worn a pair of jeans <laughs> yeah, right. in I don't know how long. I was thinking, like, I need to go and, like, what's the style of jeans right now? Is it super baggy? Is it, what's the fall jean? Is it too late to buy a fall jean? What is the winter jean? It's going to be the dark denim gonna be fitted and And that becomes like I think jeans is where I'm trying to be a little more on trend Um, just because there's nothing worse than seeing a pair of jeans that you're just like the trend now is to bedazzle your pockets is that bad? Uh, no, it's so bad. <laughs> Are you sending me down the road to get humiliated? I used to have some. Somewhat. Do you remember bedazzled. the Rock and Republic? Oh, oh my God. And they had the R yes. across the back pocket yes. with the beats I had. That is so... <laughs> Were you two? Like, when, what was happening? I lived in Charlotte then, so it was early 2000s. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that was like when Paris yourself. Hilton and Nick, Nicole mm-hmm. Richie, like that was, everything was like flashier was. back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, um, Von Dutch was cool. Von Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, <gosh>. Rappuccino. <laughs> 
Do you want to share something, Kai? Because I've been, like, taking over. Um, okay, so... We've been talking about, about ladies in the yoga world. Okay, so this is a story about... Um, when I was teaching in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, at one of the studios. And it was a bigger studio, well-known. And um, I was teaching class, and there was a, cel- a male celebrity in class. And... Um, Leg goes up in the air and down dog. And he was wearing umbros with no underwear on. Stop. And it was like, whoa. And they didn't have the built-in? There's no built-ins with umbros. Oh, uh-uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, it's very shocking, right? So I, I come to class and um, I throw an ass. I'm like, you guys, um, I have something to tell you. And like, they knew. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, you have to tell us. Like, it's, you saw his balls. <laughs> oh, my right? God. And I was like, how do you know that? It's like, oh, because he does that every single class. And he wasn't being pervy. Mm-hmm. He either didn't care or was just super unaware of it, right? It's like, you guys wear an undergarment, please. <laughs> and be aware of what you're wearing in your yoga class. Yeah, I feel that. And yeah. I think that's a good public service announcement. <laughs> yes. PSA. Yes. <laughs> I do like to not wear underwear when I do yoga. Yeah, but you're not but a dude. But I know I'm you're not, not wearing also wearing yes. All your parts are tucked yes. up inside. Yes. That's the beauty of being Nothing's a female. Nothing's gonna fall out. <laughs> yeah. At least I hope. At least we hope not. Oh my. That would be yeah, he's, he's at a hospital if that exactly. happens. Girl. <laughs> but I just feel like you catch that wind or something or like I mean, I can tell like when like my cracks out or something yes. or like you know, you yeah. feel that he was probably okay, you gotta tell us who it was. I can't tell no. Why? I can't we signed an NDA. No, I'll tell you guys afterwards. <laughs> I can write it down. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this might be controversial. Yes, you love. Yeah. I'm just pushing the buttons today. One of my gripes is high end designers doing collabs with Kohl's, uh, Target, H and M. My Thoughts. husband was just saying he's like he's like is Vera Wang like a big thing? I'm like she used to be, but she's just taking it like she's taking it. Like I don't. I'm just for me personally, and I'm just not super into like you know. I'm not impressed by like Kylie and Kindle. <laughs> yeah, like right, right, right. their lip their kits. Lip oh, I the lip their kits lip and kits. their backpack. I saw their backpacks at Marshalls, and I was like, mm, is it worth it to do that just to? Like, just I don't I don't know. No. They're trying to make that bank. They're trying to make that bank. They can, you know. And I think they I think they're succeeding. I think they're working that out. Yeah. I just no. I say no. <clears throat> so, I think like with because right now Airdem is at H and M, which is like you know lots of florals and high fashion, and it's exclusive to me. Like I appreciate you know, high-end designers. Because it's something that I want to, like, strive for. Like, Mm -hmm. if there's something special I want, I want to, like, save my money. I mean, you know, like, we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Everything to me is cost-benefit analysis. Like, (laughs) I'm going to eat this tuna fish sandwich Mm -hmm. so I can buy, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And if it's, like... At H and M, or if it's at Target, or if it's at Kohl's, it takes away it some of that exclusivity of it. Right. Yeah. It's not saying that like I'm trying to go out to Barney's every day because mm-hmm. that's not real. Mm-hmm. But I always have appreciated that like special thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I there's a time and place for everything, and I think like. Sometimes it stresses me out to go to like H&M or Forever 21 and just feel like overwhelmed by Mm -hmm. the idea of these trends that they want on you. And for me, like I just would rather have some pieces that are special, that are authentic to me to feel like if I'm going to get a leather jacket, do I need to get the so-and-so at H&M leather jacket? Or do I just say... You're going to get the one. You're, you're going to do it. One. You're going to invest in it. And you're going to have it for 20 you're years. You're going to have it for 20 years. And then maybe someday you'll give it to your daughter and then you'll take it back. If from they're her. lucky. And then, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. Is it worth it to have a bunch of stuff that's going to fall apart to say that you have this brand name that came from that you only had to pay $20 for? Yeah. Then to say, like, I'm going to invest in who I am mm. while I express myself every yeah. single day. Is the most expensive item? Purchased. Uh, handbag. Handbag? Yeah. That's what she's going to say. <laughs> yeah. I, so I, I was like maybe 22 and I bought a Gautier shirt. Um, and I think it was 250 bucks. 
Like a t-shirt? No, it was it was like a tattoo a dress shirt. shirt? Oh. It was a tattoo shirt. Oh. So like, you know what I'm talking yes. about? <laughs> and um, it was fun. But I was like, I never need to do that again. <laughs> never. I bought a leather jacket um, when I was pregnant with my daughter because I thought I was going to have a boy. I was like, okay, I'm just going to be boy mom. I'm going to, it's going to be Gwen Stefani. I'm going to wear leather. I'm going to have red lipstick. That's just how I'm going to do this. And so like, screw it. I'm going to go buy this leather jacket. And I went and bought the leather jacket. And then the next day I found out I was having a girl and I was like, well, bought it anyway. And then the sad moral of the story is I ended up leaving it in a lift. <gasps> Stop. Stop. Yes. And then they were supposed to like hold it for me for like 30 days. And then I went there on like day 32 and they're like, oh, we've donated it. And I was like. Can you line up all the girls that work here? Because I guarantee you did not donate that jacket. Oh, my God. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I got to a pair of, um, I think they were Chanel sunglasses. I left them at a burger place. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. That was the most expensive burger I've ever had in my life. Bye. (laughs) I got tricked into a necklace, but it was my fault. I didn't know how much it was until I was like, oh, my gosh, I need this. And then, yeah, you know, she, she said I got tricked. She, she, well, and then they told me how much it was when I was buying it. And I was like, I just oh. need to call my bank real quick. You're out. Transfer some funds. Transfer real some funds. You're like already wearing <laughs> it. Um, so you kind of talked about this, like with your daughter in the leather jacket. So this is my last gripe. And it's like the moms that say they don't have time, they don't have the resources. Um, or they don't have really the want anymore to like, to try. Mm -hmm. And my theory on that is you never did it in the first place Mm -hmm. because I think once you become a mom, you don't, in my own experience of Mm -hmm. having a a daughter, like I didn't change, Mm -hmm. like I'm still me and you know, now I'm still getting dressed in the morning and drying my hair and putting makeup on. Like, do I have somebody that's bugging me? Like, while I do it? Yes. yes. But, like, it's not going to stop me from doing it. Or, like, it's not going to stop me from still, like, shopping. Mm-hmm. Or So I, I feel like there's this kind of expectation of, like, when you're a mom, you don't try anymore. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, when I'm dropping Charlotte off at school, mm-hmm. like, if I'm wearing my pink, like, faux fur jacket mm-hmm. i feel like i'm getting the looks yes yes, yes. talk to me keisha no i get trust me and, and sometimes the drop-off keisha is different than the pickup keisha sometimes <laughs> it's like oh i'm taking okay like and you'll see everyone there on the drop-off with like they're kind of like crazy beanie on uh-huh. i just you rolled know, out of bed i just rolled out of bed yeah, yeah. like i've done it but you better believe on the pickup, you need to know that I'm still, like... I'm still here, y'all. I'm still here. And there's been times I've been, like, going to do the pickup, and I'm like, Keisha, what are you wearing? You know? A little bit, yeah, like... Is this too extra? Is this a little too extra? Where people are like, oh, my gosh, only you could do that. Only you could get away with that. And it's like, you just make a choice. You put it on or you don't. Right. That's the only difference. And I feel like this is who I want my children to know is their mom. Yeah. Like that she cared enough about herself to bring your place on the totem pole up a little bit. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that you said to us when uh, we reached out um, on Facebook that you were wearing a sequined flannel. Yes. (laughs) Waiting to pick up her kid. It's like, I love it. Yes. And it's just enough to be like, you know, like, I'm not, you know, going in there wearing a top hat with a cane, but it's like... (laughs) Like that's I, next week. That's next week. <laughs> Check me out on Tuesday. Two twenty-five. Um, but like again, like I was saying, there's a way that you could feel effortless, and when it has to be quick and you're tired or whatever, it's just to be like, there's something that makes me personally feel a type mm-hmm. of way when I'm wearing my Uggs and I'm wearing mm-hmm. like a sweatshirt and I'm like can tell that my breath is bad and I'm running this child with like his face is dirty and bacon like into that you know walk in line and it's just like it makes me feel bad about myself it makes me feel like I'm starting the day this way mm-hmm. As, and I'm not saying I'm the girl that's in there with like totally hairbrushed and a cappuccino that I made and, cause, and there are some of those where I'm like good for you but for me it's like why do I have to feel bad about 
wearing fun shoes to go pick up my kid. Right. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's me, it's them, it's us, it's my life, and this is what I choose to express myself. Like, let's go. But I think that's maybe the distinction is that, like, you guys are moms, Mm -hmm. but you also have other aspects of who you are that Mm -hmm. are strong. Do you know what I mean? And I think that maybe if you identify as just a mom, then maybe you don't care anymore about yeah. those other parts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fashion falls by the wayside. But the self-expression falls by the wayside. Or if, you're, yeah. if you are choosing to allow yourself to have a sense of style that maybe you're not doing enough for your kid or you, you're spending too mm. much time on yourself and, you know. But that's not even true. That's not even true. Yeah. And you know that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know that's not true. <laughs> I still make that lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dang, I feel like I had something else I wanted to ask Keisha, but I can't remember now. Anyways, what you got? Hmm. I guess the only thing, um, do you dress for anyone? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, sometimes people say that girls dress for other girls Uh or, you know, there's definitely a way I know if I'm going out with my husband, like... I know what he likes me in and that's kind of me feeling like I care about him and mm-hmm. I want to feel like sexy to him and on those kind of days and moments and um, I feel like in the aspects of like me teaching dance especially like when I'm with teenagers or kids like that it's like what I tell them is like yes this is a dance class um, it's not a fashion show but this is an opportunity for you to start to get some self-expression right. of who you are. And the clothes can be part of that. And the clothes can be part of that. And especially, like, studios that I've taught it that are, like, the focus is more, like, ballet or mm-hmm. contemporary or something like that. Like, hip-hop isn't their focus. Right. And you need to wear very little tights and yes. the right shoes. And, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, you cannot come into my class wearing a pink Leo and tights and your hair in a bun and think that you're going to be a part of the breath of mm. hip hop right. it's just not gonna happen right. already like I feel some type of way about you mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you gotta go spend all this money but I guarantee you can go through your closet your dad's closet someone's closet and start to put something together that makes you feel like you're part of the the style of what it is there's exactly. a reason why you wear what you wear for ballet exactly. and there's a reason why you have an opportunity in hip hop to express yourself right. and so I feel like I have to take intention of how I express myself to those students. Because sometimes, especially as teenagers, it's scared. It's scary to go outside of the box, outside of the norm, and say, like, you know, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to do. And that's kind of one of the bigger compliments I got from even one of my students who, she wasn't the strongest dancer. And, she, you know, she was a really great dancer. She doesn't dance now. She's in college. She's like, what I got most from you was just the ability to take a chance on fashion and looks and she's like I would have never worn like Doc Martens or these kind of like tops or things like that but it kind of opened up a door for me to be way more um, artistic in how I represented myself Mm -hmm. and so I think in that aspect like I don't always just throw some stuff on yes it's dance but like I'm thoughtful about what t-shirt I wear what shoes I wear about everything about everything like why not Mm -hmm. it's intention I somebody told me this in a yoga class and it's always stuck with me like how you do anything Mm -hmm. is how you do everything Mm -hmm. so like if you're half-assing it on your mat or in your pure bar class Mm -hmm. like that's how you live your life that's just how you're living Mm -hmm. your life you're half-assing it with your outfit Mm -hmm. sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) foya like you're here you might as well do the work (laughs) sometimes that's the hardest part is getting there but if you're gonna do it why not be full out why not be 100 percent and you know for myself it's to say like there's some days, like, jeans, like, a snap and a zipper ain't happening, you know? <laughs> like, I have to be comfortable first, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm the only one who knows what it's like to be me, and as far as I know, like, we don't see the color blue the same way, like, mm-hmm. we don't smell the air the same way, or feel, you know, the texture of this might be different to you than to me, like, I'll just never know that, and so for myself, I always have to feel like... If I'm going to wear that coat, I'm going to wear that coat. And I'm going to wear it with pride because it feels good to me. Dude, honey, and I got Uggs. Everybody got Uggs in Seattle. Uggs. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it, yeah. you know. Um, I definitely think I dress for other women. Like, I don't think I dress sexy mm-hmm. in any type of way. Like, I love a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. 
I like to I like to be covered in a way that to me like looks chic, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right now my look is that high waist jean, wide leg with some bands. <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. nothing sexy about that, but like that's just my look mm-hmm. right now. Right now, I L E W K. L E W K. Okay. Yes. So, what about you? Um, I just like to feel good in my clothes. I don't think about anyone else, really. Um, and, yeah, so I don't dress for other men or other women. Well, um, you should dress for me, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll start doing that next week. <laughs> I think if I know I'm going somewhere with a friend that ups my game, I push mm. my game. Oh, yeah. Which is always fun to be like, oh... You know, right. outfits, like not necessarily calling each other to coordinate, but it's just right, knowing, right, 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 right. it's knowing that like, like you're you can have that. more fun with it. You can have more fun yeah. with it. And, and I think that's also the fun thing about being a dancer and going places with other dancers is knowing like, we can go to the club and be like, we're wearing sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Doing of course we are. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. And so that I feel, I love having people who in their fashion inspire me to continue to like be my best self. Yeah. I like it. I love how Keisha keeps grabbing her earrings. <laughs> I can't, because it makes me feel like I'm here. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm like... I'm like, is this a thing that I, I need to pick up? I'm going to do it. Look at these things. You need bigger hoops. door knockers. Yeah, so yeah. You need some bigger hoops. Well, this has been so fun. So much fun. Thank you come back. I definitely will come back. Yay. This has been a totally, like... Fun and cool experience. We it's my first like podcast. It. Yeah. Actually, no, it's my second. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> All right, you guys. As always, Thank you so much for email listening. us thegreatpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the gram. Write us a review. Um, and yeah. Oh, we'll... I had a dream. I had a dream that somebody wrote us a review oh. and they're like, Kai gets it right every time. <laughs> Allison. <laughs> she needs some help. I had a nightmare. Oh my <laughs> Well, until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye.